guys, David James Young here for another week of All My Friends Are In Bar Bands. Hope you've been doing well. Hope you've been getting out to a bunch of shows too. It is hot as fuck right now. So I'm going to keep this pretty brief because I want to stop this recording and turn my fan back on. <laughs> Can you blame me? Can you blame me? This week's guests are Kayatana. Kayatana are a really, really wonderful band uh, based out of Philadelphia. They made their debut voyage down to Australia this September as a part of the Poison City Weekender and as a part of a joint tour alongside Camp Cope. It was absolutely wonderful to get to know these ladies and get to talk to them. They were very, very sweet and very attentive and it was, yeah, a really nice way to pass the time. This was recorded at the Newtown Social Club, uh, part of a really, really cool show with Pity Sex, Camp Cope, Kayatana, and Horror My Friend. It was an awesome, awesome show. We wanted to do an episode with Pity Sex, but sadly, uh, schedules did not permit. Uh, but uh, you will be hearing from another one of those bands in the not-too-distant future. Uh, more on that as things develop. Before we get into this week's episode... I would like to just remind you that we are brought to you by Spit the Dummy Records, which is... A Sydney-based DIY label helping to bring dead formats to the masses. If you would like to pre-order the new Jack R. Riley EP, which is entitled Videotapes, you can head over to Spit the Dummy Records on Facebook or their Big Cartel. And you will find all the information that you need there. It is a co-op release with Lost Boy Records. And I am a big, big supporter of both of those labels, obviously. So very, very keen for that. And Jack is a previous guest of the show and a long, long time friend of mine. So I'm very, very excited to be sharing that with you. I also want to remind you that this podcast is brought to you by you. Yeah, that's right, you. For as little as $1 a month, you can help keep this podcast up and running. It's so, so very appreciated. Everyone getting involved and making this happen. So I want to thank you. If you are a loyal patron for what you're doing, if you're not, but you are spreading the word in some other way, shape or form, thank you for that as well. There are multiple ways uh, to get around and to support this podcast. So... However you're doing it, it is it is very, very much appreciative. I mean, look at us. Like, this is episode 70. That's huge. Like, that's amazing. I, I, I can't believe I've gotten this far. <laughs> Literally seems like only yesterday that I was uh, doing my first introduction on the episode with Ben David to be 70 episodes deep and still have so much to go from here. Is It's, it's a very humbling and very exciting feeling. So, uh... With that in mind, just want to thank you again. Don't forget to check out the Patreon. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash b-a-r-b-a-n-d-s barbands. Patreon dot com slash barbands. You get it. You get it. If you if you if you forget it, it's it's listed on all my friends are in barbands on Facebook. You can just find us there. But uh, enough bullshit. Let's have a chat with Kayatana.
David James Young, and all my friends are in Barbans. Today, I'd like to introduce you to my friends, Kayatana. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Here we are. Here we are. Introduce yourselves, friends. I'm Augusta. I uh, play guitar and sing in Kayatana. Um, I'm Allegra, and I play bass. And I'm Kelly, and I'm the drummer. Damn right you are. Right. Woo! <laughs> We're here at Newtown Social Club for the uh, ultimate conglomerate bill of Pity Sex, Kayatana, Camp Cope, and Horror, My Friend. Self-described perfect band, uh, Camp Cope, uh, being uh, whisked around the country by their perfect angel band, Kayatana. So there's a lot of a uh, lot of love in the room at the moment. So uh, how have the shows been going for you all so far? Beautifully. Yeah. They're so much fun. Yeah, we've been having the best. I think we talked talked about how this has been our favorite tour so far it's pretty much like Ever. The, yeah it's like vacation because <laughs> you're in australia mm. and you're with an amazing band and that's super fun yeah and then the shows are great yeah brilliant. shows are great so good how did you guys get in contact with poison city slash camp cope was that just a, a out of the blue message or like has this kind of been on the works <laughs> for a while um georgia actually came to one of our shows in the States like a year ago. No shit. Um, and she introduced herself to me and we talked for a while. Became friends on Facebook. Like you do. Yeah. <laughs> and then she, um, we started talking on Facebook and she sent me her record. Mm-hmm. And we just kept in contact through through the internet. And then they asked us to come here and we were like, hell yeah. What more do you need? Yeah, nothing. That's <laughs> <laughs> all it takes. Exactly, that's perfect. Facebook. <laughs> Thanks, oh, the magic, yeah, thank you, Mark Zuckerberg. Thank you, Facebook. <laughs> Shout out to Mark, my boy. You made this happen, dude. You made this happen. Remember Tom from MySpace? Poor guy. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. That used to be my profile picture, the picture of Tom from MySpace. Yeah. Oh, so good. What did, what, what was it? Kelly uh, earlier this week said MySpace is the Tinder for old people. Oh, yeah. I almost <laughs> fell out of my seat. I thought it was hilarious. That is, a, that is the hottest take I've heard all week. <laughs> oh my lord. Anyway. Uh, so I start these uh, by uh, kind of stemming back the original interest in music where it transitioned from being something that you were kind of observing and consuming to being something that you actually wanted to do. So, you know, there might have been like something on TV or something on the radio or anything like that that just would have sparked that moment. It's just like, this is what I want to do. Uh, kind of uh, tell us about your upbringing and how music kind of factored into it. I remember being in second grade and being like obsessed with the Spice Girls. Nice. And I wanted. Who was your favorite? To, um, scary and Posh. Nice. <laughs> and Ginger. Okay, I liked, I, liked all of them. I liked all of them except for Baby and Sporty. Really? I mean, Sporty I liked, was my favorite. Sporty I liked was my them favorite too, too. So. Uh, <laughs> Growing up, I was like an awkward ska kid in high school, much, nice. like, much like Kelly. Yes. And I started going to shows when I was like 15, mm-hmm. and then I was a fucking, ooh, sorry, I was a loser, so uh, that was how I made all my friends from going to shows, and just always wanted to be a man. Perfect. What about you, Uh So my parents were both musicians. I grew up in a really musical household. My mom was a, a singer and a piano player and a piano teacher mm-hmm. later in her life and my dad like played guitar and sang and they wrote songs together and stuff. So it's really cute. I was yeah, I you know, music was just like a really large part of my my household yeah. in my childhood. Um, so I just yeah, natural talent. Well no, it's just around it all the time. Yeah. And wanted to have always wanted to play music. 
music with other people. Yeah. Um, so. Here we are. Pretty much it. And now we're here with you. Yes, yes, you are. And Kelly, what about yourself? Similar to Allegra, my family is very musical. My, my brother's a cellist, my dad plays trombone, my mom's always been a singer, my grandparents were musicians and uncles oh, and everybody. It. It's something that's I've always been interested in, but never really thought I could achieve, so I started in college. After going to shows constantly in college, I started booking shows and hosting shows at the college that Allegra and I went to. Mm-hmm. You know, I think after a while when you see people that you're friends with and, and people from out of town that are your peers that can kind of just like start and do that sort of thing, you kind of realize you can start doing it too at a certain point. Yeah. I was 27 when I started playing music. Yeah, wow. Yeah, so, um, you know, it's never too late. Absolutely not. <laughs> but um, I think it was just kind of like something... I think that I know I would have regretted if I never tried. Yeah, totally, totally. Did you all kind of grow up in similar areas? You're all from different parts of the country. We grew up in different areas, but it was similar, um, like, landscape. Like, similar... Like, we're all from the northeast. Yeah, and, like, rural areas. Like, I live farther away from them, but it's the same kind of, like, community. Yeah. Like, small town, like, mountains, you know... Mm. We had similar upbringings, I think. Yeah, right. So not much kind of music in your area was kind of a scene that had to kind of make itself. Yeah, there was a big punk scene in my area, but it was it was just very local. Yeah, um, right. But yeah, there was always shows because there was also nothing to do there except for go to shows or like mm. do drugs. So you kind of picked one. <laughs> um, it's more both. Yeah, but it was definitely like a small town scene. Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, do you remember the first time that you played live? Uh, was it in high school or was it with Ooh. a... Yeah. Ours were probably different. Yeah. I was in a ska band in high school. Nice. And I remember our first show was really bad. And I cried afterwards. Were you singing or...? Yeah, I just sang. I didn't play guitar until right. I met these girls. But uh-huh. um, we covered uh, BC Boys, Fight for Your Right to Party. Oh, yeah. And the Misfits, and then I cried afterwards. People <laughs> hated so it. Sad. That's okay. I was I was like six, fifteen or sixteen. It couldn't have been that bad. <laughs> it was probably <laughs> awful. Um, <laughs> what about you, Allegra? Um, I think my my dad bought me a guitar for my fifteenth birthday, so that's when I started like learning how to play an instrument. Oh, and wicked! I'm pretty sure the first time I ever played in front of people was there was this like little like restaurant that did open mic in my town called Boodle's Opera House and so we would yeah we would go there and do open mic um just like me and friends and stuff I think that was probably the first time I ever got up in front of people were you just playing like uh, other people's songs and stuff like that or were you actually writing your own shit it was actually like original stuff yeah yeah it was like instrumental and then just like actually I did cover some stuff I was really into Ani DeFranco at the time oh fuck yeah so I did a bit of a bit of her stuff yeah Represent. So, yeah. <laughs> the great Ani DeFranco. Absolutely. Shout out, <laughs> shout out. Kelly, yours would have been a kind of a different scenario to, to these two. Like, uh, yeah. do you remember yours? Well, the first time I actually ever attempted to play the drums was kind of in front of people. No shit. At a show that I booked, and Allegra and I were in this really, I wouldn't even call it a band. Um, <laughs> it was a, a three piece. A great band name. Tell the band name. Meat Grinder. Fuck yes. (laughs) 
And uh, it, was it wasn't it. really a band. Like, there was no lyrics, and you couldn't even call no it lyrics. instrumental music. No, there was no words. Oh, no, wait, were there words? I think Kato might have been singing something, but I don't think she ever did. I don't think she did. Maybe not. Quite frankly, I'm jealous of this band. Yeah. Um... It, I don't really honestly remember it. I think it was there was so much drinking involved that, and really not actual music playing that I think um, I wasn't that nervous because I booked the show and it was all of our friends and we were all in a basement and I just did what I did and I didn't know what I was doing and I kind of forgot. So when it came time to like actually start this band, I was like, well, I'm starting from literal scratch because I never really began it to begin yeah. with. And... Um, so our first show as a band was probably the actual one for me. Definitely for me too. Yeah, like actually yeah. performing. Like that in front was of a people. real show, not a um, not an embarrassing, yeah. awkward, uncomfortable moment. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was still really embarrassing, awkward, and uncomfortable. But it was just <laughs> but we, were we were trying yeah. harder. <laughs> we're doing it together, Deborah. and I feel like our, we were super happy with our first mm-hmm. show. Mm-hmm. So what was our, that? It was at this place called the Golden Tea House in okay. Philadelphia, which is like a really R.I.P. beautiful yeah. um, DIY space. It's a big kitchen, and it was with a bunch of our friends, and all of our friends came out to the show. And, uh-huh. we were, and they were all in the front, and they were so supportive. They were so nice. And I feel like we were probably really bad. Bad, very But bad. I think we were like, yeah, we rule. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, we were like, we did it, we did it. Woo! Yeah. It was really exciting. Yeah. That's fantastic. So, uh, how did you, how did the three of you meet? Like, uh, did you all kind of move to Philadelphia at the same time from your small town areas or? Kelly and I moved to Philly the same year, but we, wow. and I think we met that first year we lived yeah. there, yeah. 2008, mm-hmm. and we would always go to the same shows, we were always friends, we always really liked each other. I remember mm-hmm. always being like, Kelly's so cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just thought you were so beautiful. But we were never Aww. like super, super close. And then Allegra moved in 2011. Mm-hmm. And we all met at a party. Mm-hmm. And they had known each other because they've been best yeah. friends since college. And we were all like, let's start a band. And I remember seeing Allegra for the first time and being like, she looks so cool. Her and her partner had like awesome haircuts. And they like just <laughs> nice, looked yeah. super badass. And I was like, I want to be friends with her. And look at you now. This is the, this is like the best friends team. This is yeah, incredible. Yeah. It's pretty. It's pretty fun. It's, it was like fate. Oh, I love very that. romantic serendipity. Yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah. <laughs> look, now we're in Australia. And now you're in Australia. Bloody hell. Uh, so, um, tell us a little bit about. Um, were you kind of in bands and uh, doing any stuff primarily before Kaitana started in earnest, or was it was this kind of the, this the first? Man- yeah. We were, I mean, yeah, we both played in joke bands, but this yeah. was our first band. Yeah, right. And the last. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, once, once it's done, it's done. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to be a band forever. It's a lot of pressure on this now. <laughs> well, yeah, that's for sure. We've already got tats, so. Yeah, we got tattoos like the first week we were a band. Seriously? Yeah, within like the first few months. We were like, this is it. When fate hits you, you have to let fate it hit you. Hard. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever seen Love Actually? <laughs> Wait, actually, that's not a good example. No, it is. It's a great example. Oh, okay. That or any Gary Marshall film, like you, you're pretty much set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, we uh, our first band practice was our first actual attempt at actually being in an actual band. Yeah, I never played guitar yeah. before. Really? Kelly yeah. hadn't really played much drums. You were you're kind of just a naturally good musician. But yeah. No, I had never played bass. It was like, still like her you've first. You've never played bass. Other, 
not no, not really. Like I had gotten the bass like much earlier on because I wanted to learn. But yeah, yeah. When we started the band, we all like that was like my first time playing bass, actually trying to write songs and playing with other people. Mm. These guys, so yeah. Wow. Yeah. It all led to this very moment. It's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> it's very magic. Yeah, totally. Uh, so you kind of mentioned the band kind of uh, starting out in Philly and, you know, having friends supporting you and stuff like that. Was there a, a kind of an immediate music community to kind of jump into? Like, were Definitely. there a lot of other bands and stuff like that that supported you early on? Oh, of course. Because we had been, uh, especially Kelly and I, had been going to shows in Philly for a while at that point. Yeah. yeah. And all, all of our all of our friends in Philly are are musicians like mm. I would say 90% of our good friends there are musicians um, so we kind of had like an immediate support from our friends yes yeah. and the people that book the shows in Philly uh, pushed us to be like alright you have to play your first show like you have to do it we're booking it You're yeah. gonna, you just have to play yeah. they pretty much said that our friend was just yeah. like our friend yeah, Justin was like we're like, putting you on the flyer you're playing the show yeah. Um, so it was always an outpour of love from Philadelphia. Fantastic. Yeah. And what about touring for the first time? Like, at uh, what point after, you know, those first few shows did that kind of uh, factor into... Uh, I think our yeah. first show was in a May of 2011. Our first tour was in August. So it was... Oh, our really? tour with Maja Lee was in August. Yeah. Oh, wow. So it was like, what, four months after our first show? Yeah. We went on our first little tour. It was, and so, it was nice. so Everything was like, we're like, ah, it's so new, it's so magic. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Is that a hard thing to, to keep up? Like, I know bands, you know, that's that's the first thing that they see, and they, you know, they, they're in the band and stuff like that. Oh, this is incredible, you know, we can travel to all these places. And then by like the fourth or fifth time, you can just see <laughs> the, the, the look on their faces. <laughs> like, I can't believe we're doing this again, you know, like, is it is it still, like, at that, I don't know, like, a relatively fresh stage for you guys, that it's still kind of an exciting prospect, or have there been times where it's just been like, fuck this, I don't want to do this? I think it's taxing, for sure, but I yeah. think, um, it's hard to, I think we're very grateful for the opportunities we get. Yeah. And each tour we get is a new, it's always new. Yeah. Mm. Um, and there's definitely days where you're like, I just want to shower and lay in my own bed and watch Netflix and not talk to anybody. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I think we're all very like lucky and happy and talk about how grateful we are for sure. the experiences. Yeah, yeah. And each one is different in its own way and has a different reason to be excited about it, whether it's like making a friend or playing a new venue or a new town or, you know, having new songs to play in front of people. I'm always excited about it, but then there are those moments. I think it's it's kind of like an up and down on every every day is kind of like, like every a, yeah like everybody's situation. life. I feel like mm-hmm. has days when they're happy. I mean, at the end of the day, it's better than like working a job that we sure. didn't want to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah totally. Like if our job is to play music for 45 minutes a day, yeah. we're very lucky people. Can work with that totally. Yeah. I mean, were you guys holding down jobs, like, while you were trying to get away for tours and stuff like we that? We still are. Yeah, we, yeah, still, yeah, sure. we still do. Um, um, it sucks. It really <laughs> but it's sucks. fine. We're figuring yeah. it out. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> it's really not that bad, but sometimes it's exhausting. Trying internationally for the first time, is that something that's kind of 
sprung up in the last couple of years? This like, is our first real international tour. Have you, so you haven't done Europe or anything like no. that? No. Wow. Canada, if you can call that international. We've done Canada. That's part that's of That's like being that's in your own backyard. Are they nice up in Canada? <laughs> have they, were they kind to you up in Canada? Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> we have um, one of Pup, who is like, our, we oh, call them our, yeah. our brother band. Um, They're the best. They're here in a few weeks. Yeah, oh. we're going on tour with them in a few weeks. Fuck yeah. Um, yeah. We did our first, like, six-week tour with them. So they're, they're like, our brothers. Yeah. So every time we go to Canada, we're like, oh, we're in Pupland. Um, so it's, we've always had a good time there. Oh, that's fantastic. But, yeah, this is our first time, like, flying very far. Yeah. Yeah, to a distant land. Very distant. It has like, weird birds. Yeah, that's crazy that that hadn't kind of come up. Like, usually, you know, bands will go through, like, the UK or go through Europe or something like that to... Kind of up complete other side. Yeah, that's, a, yeah. that's a huge kind of leap. Like, I'm, glad no, I'm actually first. glad we did this first. Yeah. I love it here. Yeah, it's and yeah, yeah. We met Tama, best person in the world. Oh, she's yeah. a champion. Yeah, yes. Poison uh, City. Everyone at Poison City. Yeah, is the right? person. Yeah. Could not yeah, speak was, highly enough. It yeah. was very yeah. comfortable. I think. I mean, I, I think we were all very nervous about this trip. Um, I was terrified. Really? Um, yeah, I don't like flying. I don't sure, really yeah. like being super far away. But yeah. when we got here, we met Poison City people in Tamo. I was like, "This is great." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> bury me here. I bury me here. Oh, look at that! I know. I'm in love. For the listeners, there's a remarkable shiny badge. Uh, it's, a, it's two <laughs> flags. It's the American flag and the Australian flag yeah. living together in harmony. I know because yeah. I'm so in love with this place. Oh, that's wonderful. I, I can I can assure you that the feeling is very much mutual. <laughs> when I've talked to people about kind of the the turning points uh, for their bands on this podcast, for a lot of them it was you know like in similar ways they talked about you know friends coming out to see them initially, but they say the turning point was when complete strangers started turning up and knew all the words mm. How, did you ever have you had a moment yet with this band where you've kind of just gone how, how the fuck did this happen you know like having a, like a, a show happen where someone or some something has happened where you're just like you know I was never expecting this when this band started there was that one show in Ohio I had that yeah we had a show in Ohio last was we was oh, we, it was our first headlining U.S. Right. tour. Is this Cleveland? It was. It was. It was, it was Cleveland. You know that. <laughs> um, Look at him. When we were on tour with Thin Lips and Chumped. Oh, nice. Um, R.I.P. And yeah, Katie Allen though, great stuff. Ooh, we yeah. heard the new record; it's really good. Oh, yes. But I remember like everyone was singing our words, and there. Were, I mean, we had a few friends there, but it was so loud that I couldn't hear myself. And I literally started crying. It, and I remember being like, we were all just like, this is so crazy. And it was a small show. It was like in a bowling alley, like mm. the basement of a bowling alley. And we had played like really big shows before, but I think that was the first time when I was like, people like our band. Yeah. <laughs> this is crazy. It was really beautiful. Yeah. That's so validating. I can imagine like just having those moments where, you know, doing all that traveling, you know, all the hard yards putting into the band kind of things like that make it worthwhile, you know what I mean? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Especially anybody that comes up to us and talks to us. We've had, we like cultivated a few really good relationships with some people that just come to a lot of our shows that we never met before that like have brought us books and wrote us letters and make art. And now we're. 
yeah, they made, like, Kyle made us that painting. They're just our friends, but they started off as fans. And it's really nice. Yeah. That's fantastic. And they're very supportive and, you know, send me texts. Yeah. Happy birthday. Aww. Thank you. That's nice. They're just, like, really nice people. We're very lucky. We have very nice fans. That's beautiful. That's fantastic. So... Yeah, as you mentioned, this is a band that's going to last forever. <laughs> so, uh, um, what are the kind of uh, plans from here? Like, uh, you mentioned kind of the tour of pub coming up. Shout out to my boys. I'll see you in a matter of weeks. Very much looking forward to it. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, uh, I love them. I met them when oh, they came so out good. with Smith Street. Yeah, absolutely. They're champions. amazing. They're just so, so really great. good people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, what are, what are the plans beyond that? Is there, like, uh, new material in the works? So, you, you got any other kind of bigger plans for what you want to do with this band will you, will you kind of do more international stuff now you reckon oh I hope so I think we're definitely going to do stuff with Poison City we finished our record we're figuring out what we're going to do with that now it's all done though we have the pub tour playing some shows with the Bouncing Souls and the Flatliner oh fuck yeah um I think that's it as of right now just uh, waiting to release the next record yeah, making some music vids, you know, fun stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Working on new songs, too. Tour Europe eventually. Yeah, we really need to do that. Come back to Australia. <laughs> but we also just want to come back here for, like, three months. Yeah, honestly. I'm sure we can make that happen. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just go up and down yeah. the coast. Down the <laughs> yeah, yeah. Remember us? We oh, were here last I'm sure we can make that happen. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have our people call your people and we'll, we'll nice. look at the details. Yeah, nice. <laughs> you call Obama. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, I'm I really stoked think... Obama took up the managerial position because he is... Yeah. Uh, he's our manager now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's our manager. Well, yeah, now he's, now he's not going to be president for much longer, and so he's like, mm, focusing full-time okay. on you guys. On band management. Yeah, yeah. yeah he was yeah. like... Yeah, actually, you know what's funny? Uh, punk, Courtney Barnett, your your local legend. Yeah, previous guest of the show, friend of the show. Yeah, she was on Obama's playlist. Yeah, Obama I saw made that, that playlist. It was sick too. I was like, yeah. damn, Obama! Not only are you sexy as hell, you have great taste. <laughs> oh music. shit! Damn. Here's a secret: we all love Obama and Nikki Saab. Yeah, he's wicked hot. Nice. He's got that smile for days. Mm-hmm. Oh, such a beautiful And that man. voice, too. I know, he's yeah. got a really nice Michelle, equally as hot. Right? Yeah. Oh, Michelle's oh. hotter than Barack Obama. She's way hotter. And she, she has biceps that won't quit. <laughs> <laughs> God damn. Wowie wowie. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, dearie me. Well, oh the show's about to begin, so we'll wrap oh, it up yeah. here. But before we do that, I ask this of all of my guests. And now, ladies, it is your turn. I want to know about the best and worst shows that you have ever played. Best and worst shows. Would you guys say that Billy Idol show at the theater was one of the worst? Did you say Billy Idol? We played with Billy Idol. <laughs> that was oh, one of that was one of the well. Okay. One of them was really no. Cool. We played two shows with Billy Idol. It was just what us the and Billy. Strictly it was theater. Okay, how funny is this? Okay, well, this will bad. be this will be our worst show. Not that it wasn't like the coolest thing in the world because it finally validated to my my family that we were a yeah, little band. Okay. Um, like all of our families came to the show. Mm. We, we love the idol. Nicest guy. Oh, he was actually awesome. Yeah. He was so nice. He, he came up great. to us. He was like, what's up? I'm Billy Idol. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like he didn't say that, but he was he pretty funny. That, he those are his mannerisms exactly. Yeah. yeah. Love but it. We, those we ones. played no like shirt. this. this no shirt. He took a shirt, <laughs> he took a shirt off. off. 
Yeah, How he ended the show was, great. I'm Billy fucking Idol, legalize it. Yeah, he ended every show by telling people to legalize mm. it. Mm. Whatever mm. it may be, mm. our gentle listeners. Legalize it all. Legalize Man, it all. Um, did he play White Wedding? Because it could have uh, been about same-sex marriage. Oh, well, that's going to be legal, so we're good on that point. Yeah, yeah we're good in America on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But it was, so everybody was ex- obviously excited to see Billy Idol. So yeah. on one of the, sh- the show that we're talking about... Oof. It was just like a theater with seats, and we've never played. I don't. I think a that's seat. the only show that we've ever played that had like seats. Like, so it was like an old like theater. Old theater, theater. Yeah, yeah. New Jersey, and, and everyone was, was seated. But well, whoever, there was only was, like fifteen people there. Right. Oh, there and was they, more than that, but it was very well, sparse. Oh. All I could see yeah, so we were just like playing out to like basically a very sparse theater of a few people sitting who did like, not want to see us. Yeah, Ouch. they were, they were some, heckling. Yeah, but someone said like, "Good try." Yeah, they're like, "You're wow. doing all right," and That's and then so we said, cool. and I was like, "We're playing with Billy fucking Idol, so Fuck shut yeah. up." No, no I didn't say that. So, yeah, not that it was. Yeah, it wasn't bad, but it was very awkward because we're like, you know, still trying to like bring it because we're playing. Yeah, yeah, totally, 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 totally. Yeah, um, and then people were just yeah. sitting there like, uh, "Good try." Oh, <laughs> oh I burp while you were saying that. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, yeah, that was uncomfortable as hell. But Billy Idol's cool. Yeah, yeah, he was so perfect. so. At the end of the day, what what matters more? Shitty show, Bill, Billy Idol being nice to you. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, he was very nice. nice. We got a blurry picture with him. Nice. Yeah, it's very blurry. But, um, let's see, best show? I think that my favorite show still is, uh, the one we played in Ohio. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was probably the best show. I've never cried out of pure joy before, except, like, on Christmas. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> the TV and a car. Nintendo 64. Oh my god. <laughs> you know, I cried once because I got one of those dogs that you like drag and it pretends to walk. Oh my god. That's I remember those. Yeah, they have like, I don't know what it was. It wasn't like a machine. It just like the legs moved. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Like you drag No, it I do know what you're talking about. It was a, it's kind of like wooden or plastic. Before. Yeah. Yeah, they sell oh, them at, like, they like in the, the mall. Cattle. <laughs> oh, I don't fucking know. Anyway, that's great. I cried, so. I don't know what you, if that was your best show. I don't know. No, yeah, that was super fun. Yeah. I feel like you enjoyed that one as well. It was really good. Mm-hmm. Unanimous across the table. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I actually think our show on in uh, Melbourne on the other night was one of my favorite shows. At the old bar? No, not no, the old no, bar. No, no, the one at, at the, the corner. corner. The corner? Yeah, yeah, that was great. It was just fun. I was like, holy shit, we're in Australia. Yeah. yeah. And people are singing our songs. I was like, this is so nuts. Yeah. And I was fun. having fun. Yeah. We were all having fun. Yeah. And that's the most important thing, right? Yeah. 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 Perfect. Uh, do you have anything that you would like to plug before we uh, mosey on out of here? Um, I don't know. So maybe your pets. What? <laughs> <laughs> Stay new to your pets. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Shout out yeah. to Bob Barker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, right. Uh, nothing. Yeah, just thanks, thanks for having for us. Thanks for having us. Absolute pleasure. Thanks I for I can't wait us. to listen to your podcast all the time. It's going to be great. Oh, yeah. bless up. Thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, ladies, thank you so, so much for your time. Very much
This has been a David James Young Writes production. For more information, visit davidjamesyoung.com. Oh, it's, it, you need a bottle opener for that, just so you know. Oh, yeah. Um, do you have I think Tom will have one. You see her? A bottle opener? Yeah. Good. Hey, man. Sorry. Hey, dude. How are you? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Focus on the beer. Thank you for, like, losing your shit last night. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. I'll be doing it again in 20 minutes. Yay. <laughs> we need it. You. I love you. <laughs> I just, um, I just think you're great already. Thank you. Gosh. You know when you meet someone in, like, the first five minutes, you're like, I love that person. Thank you. <laughs> I'm dead serious. Aw. That's, um, oh, that's a beautiful thing. I'm, I'm very, very excited about that. Aww. <laughs> you just seem really nice. I don't know. Oh, that's very kind of you. I appreciate that. Oh, gosh. All right. Back to the task at hand. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love you more. I love you more. Oh, I heard your laugh. Oh, gosh.